Chapter sixty eight of Half a Century by Jane Grey Swisshelm. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Am placed in authority. On Monday morning, I sent for Dr. Porter and stated the trouble about nurses shirking. He had them all summoned in the front end of the large room, and in presence of the patient, said to them, You see this lady? Well, you are to report to her for duty and if she has any fault to find with you she will report you to the provost-marshal i have never seen a set of men look more thoroughly subdued there were eleven of them and they all gave me the military salute the doctor went off and i set them to work one middle-aged irishman had some experience as a nurse could dress wounds slowly but very well was faithful and kind in him i made head nurse upstairs where there were fifty-four patients and gave him three assistants for whom he was to be responsible after patrick's note i calculated my resources and got ready for a close siege as i sat on that little stationary bench making an inventory i heard shrieks groans and curses at the far end of the room ran to the place and got there in time to see the surgeon of the blankets tearing the dry dressings off a thigh stump coming up behind him i caught him by both ears and had my hands full ordered him to stop and said you had better go back to your room and smoke again i sent for surgeon porter and in less than two hours that little wretch with his orderly packed up his blankets and i saw him or them no more i had never dressed a thigh stump but must dress a good many now i rolled that one in a wet cloth and covered it carefully to let the man get time to rest while i got rid of his horrid tormentor when there was so much to be done i would do the most needful thing first and this was ridding the wounds of worms and gangrene supporting the strength of the men by proper food and keeping the air as pure as possible i got our beef into the way of being boiled and would have some good substantial broth made around it i went on a foraging expedition found a coal scuttle which would do for a slop pail and confiscated it got two bits of board by which it could be converted into a stool and so bring the great rest of a change of position to such men as could sit up had a little drain made with a bit of board for a shovel and so kept the mud from running in at the side door melted the tops off some tin cans and made them into drinking cups had two of my men confiscate a large tub from a brewery set it in the vestibule to wash rags for outside covers to wounds to keep off chill and had others bring bricks and rubbish mortar from a ruin across the street to make substitutes for pillows i dressed wounds dressed wounds and made thorough work of it in the church was a dispensary where i could get any washes or medicines i wished and i do not think i left a worm some of them were over half an inch long with black heads and many feet but most were maggots they were often deeply seated but my syringe would drive them out and twice a day i followed them up the black and green places grew smaller and better coloured with every dressing the men grew stronger with plenty of beef and broth and canned milk i put citric acid and sugar in their apple sauce as a substitute for lemons i forget how many thigh stumps i had but i think as many as twelve one of them was very short and in a very bad condition one morning when i was kneeling and dressing it the man burst into tears and said you do not seem to mind this but i know you would not do it for anything but the love of god 
and none but he can ever reward you but if i live to see my wife and children it will be through what you have done for me and i will teach them to bless your name he quite took me by surprise for i seemed to have forgotten any other life than that i was then living and dressing the most frightful wounds was as natural as eating i felt no disgust no shrinking and mere conventional delicacy is withdrawn when the angel of death breathes upon it the man we stepped over at the back door proved to be a student from the pennsylvania agricultural college shot through the alimentary canal near the base of the spine for him there was no hope but i did what i could to make him less uncomfortable and once he said this is strange work for a lady you forget i said that i am surgeon in charge that you and i were made of the same kind of clay in much the same fashion and will soon turn into just the same kind of dust how my heart was wrung for him with his refined face dying for a country which sent its bayonets to stand between him and the armful of straw with which i might have raised him above that muddy floor he had no knapsack to serve as a pillow no blanket no cup and his position across the doorway was cold and uncomfortable but even after i had made a better place for him he objected to leaving two companions who lay next to him and i could not find room for all three together even on that dirty floor he himself always dressed the wound where the bullet entered and was most grateful for the means of doing so i cared for that one through which death's messenger made its exit and although he knew its condition he did not know the certainty of a fatal result and resented any intimation that he should not recover End of chapter sixty eight